Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. The time is April 7, 2000, and today is April 7, 2022. The time is about 11.30. I'm Reddy and NPC has been conducting conference calls for the past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please let our team know. You need to put your camera on, and you need to let our team know that you're a newcomer, that you have never got a chance to ask questions before. You have to put your camera on, and you have to let our team know. Good. Shravan? Hi, uh, I would like to know if I can change my employer after getting the GC. So, or I have to stay for 180 days. After getting, after getting the GC. Now, yes. The rule is before you get the GC, after filing the 485, after 180 days, you can get, you can change the employer though. But after getting the GC though, there is no rule of 180 day rule. I don't know why people are speculating there is a rule. There is no such rule as 180 days. The day you get the green card, the next day, you can flip a burger in McDonald's, you can be a Microsoft CEO, you can do anything you want, but you cannot be a lawyer like me because you're going to be in competition with me. No, that's not the reason. You must have a license to be a lawyer. That's the only thing. Anything else you can do, okay? Okay, thank you. Next person, please. Ram? Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, this is Ram. Uh, uh, so I, I applied my 485 um, October 2020. Uh, my mm-hmm. priority date was uh, June uh, 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my interview is completed October 2021, October 25th, mm-hmm. 2021, one year after mm-hmm. applying. Uh, mm-hmm. This is from Baltimore Field Office. And uh, mm-hmm. I passed 120 days uh, after the interview and uh, there's no response yet. Is there any legal action that I can take? Is your EAD approved, advanced parole approved? Yeah, EADAP approved, yes. Uh, no legal action can be taken on that. No legal action is allowed. The only other suggestion that I would do is I want you to go to the ombudsman's office, okay? And yeah. it's online. You can request a case assistance saying that it's been 120 days, this dumb guy never approved never adjudicated my case. Uh, can you type in Ombudsman Department of Homeland Security? Okay. Yeah. Uh, you'll I, get it. I'll try, to give, I'll try to give the link to you. Okay. Okay. And that, what reason can we give? I, mean, I think humanitarian reason or financial No reason. Cost. No reason. It's 120 yeah. 20 days. That's the only reason. Yeah. And they said in the, in the interview letter, they mentioned that there's an um, info pass appointment you can take after 120 days. Um, right. Nice. right, it doesn't harm you. If they will give it to you, take it. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, one uh, when I chatted with uh, Emma, they one uh, agent said it's not possible. Another agent uh, said as I said get to you, account. if it is yeah. possible, take it. If it's not, yeah. okay. go with the ombudsman. Got Stay it. with me for a, for a few minutes. I'll give you the ombudsman link. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sure. Um, Next I, person, please. Thank you. Ashik. Hi, hi Rahul. Uh, so uh, me and my wife, we applied for 485 Advanced Parole and EAD in Feb 2022. Mm -hmm. But my wife recently got a new job offer and she's planning to take it. Uh, will that wait, be an wait, issue? Wait. Who is the main applicant, you uh, or your wife? I am the main applicant. And she has a EAD or she has a, she's an H1? She's an H1. Okay, and you, she doesn't have the EAD yet? No. Okay, so she's going to just change the job through H1B to, the, to this other company. Is that what you're telling? That is correct. Absolutely, that has nothing to do with you. Okay. Uh, she can keep changing different, different jobs. Okay. <laughs> Sorry to say, the only problem will come is if you change the husband. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sounds that's, good. That's, that's all she can't do. Everything <laughs> else she can do. Sounds okay. good. I have one last question, uh, Rahul. So will the 180, so uh, I got the- There's no 180 day rule. There's no, no 180 day rule for her though. It's only for you. Correct, correct. This is a different question. So mm -hmm. the 180 day rule apply from the receipt date or from the notice date? Because on the receipt, receipt date, date, receipt date, not okay. the notice date. Sometimes okay. the notice date takes four months to get it. Correct. That's the that's a receipt date. So okay. if it's received on December 1st, they gave you the notice on February 1st. It is a December 1st, 180 day rule will come. Okay, sounds good. Thank you. Next person, please. Shravan. Uh, hey, Rahul. Uh, thanks for taking the call. So um, I have two questions. So one is uh, my wife is currently on EAD. Uh, mm -hmm. So uh, she has a uh, she has like got a job, a new job. So uh, and she, uh, she also uh, received another job. What 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 EAD she is in? Uh, H four EAD. Okay, so she, um, she got a job in like uh, to work here and she also uh, got a part-time job to work for an Indian company uh, in India. So can she do both the, uh, can she work for both the companies? The Indian company has to pay her here in United States and then she has to, she is subject to ta pay taxes. Okay. Oh, um, okay. So they can give a 10, nine, they can just pay her money and mm -hmm. she can just report it as an income and she can pay taxes. Okay, so she cannot be paid in Indian uh, Indian money there. She is subject to the US taxes. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. And, and, and uh, one, one last question, um, Rahul. Mm -hmm. So uh, she, she has like an I-94 extension done recently based on automatic revalidation. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, she, she, She's preferring to join a new company rather than joining back the old company, which has the old I-9 detail. So what would you prefer in terms of, uh, so should she what, join what, back old one? What do you mean? She's a, what do you mean old one or new one? She's an H4 EAD. She can do whatever yes. she wants to. One day she can work for this company. Next day she can work for that company. She, she can work for both the companies if she wants to. 
Okay. Okay. So, uh, our own, like my only question is like, uh, the I-9 details that we submit to the companies. So will, uh, if we share the latest I-9 details that she got after the uh, automatic revalidation, so will the, will the old ones get updated? You mean to say, will the old employer will come to know? Yes. No, they don't. So we will, if, if we provide, that should be fine, right? New one, new I-9 details. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. Thank. Thank you so much. Sure. Next. Next person, please. Yes, one. Yeah. Hello. Hi, Rahul. Yes, sir. Yeah. Hi. Uh, uh, I, I'm I'm Jeshwan calling from India. Uh, mm -hmm. Sir, I, uh, my wife got PhD admission in US, and we mm -hmm. want to prefer J1 visa so I can come mm -hmm. as J2 and work and get the J2 EAD and work in US. Mm -hmm. uh, my first question is: Can do we have J two EAD as a premium processing? Group? No, J two EAD right now it's not there. They may bring it on by end of this year. Okay, so would would it take a longer time in the current situation? In the current situation, it may take approximately four to six months for you to get it. Okay, sir. Next person, please. Jagan. I can't hear you, Jagan. I can't hear you, Jagan. Sorry about that. Monica. Hey, hi, Rahul. Thank you for taking the call. Um, so I'm on my H1B and it's until September 2023 and my I-140 is in processing and my employer says that it should be done by end of this year. Um, and I got... What uh, do you mean end of this year? Is your labor approved? I-140 is pending? No, uh, we just applied the labor. Okay, keep going. Um, and I got my PR approved uh, for Canada from my husband. So just wanted to understand... Um, What's the use of I-140 having? And because our ultimate goal is to settle down in USA, but for now we wanted to get the Canadian citizenship. Uh, so, I mean, I just wanted to understand how the I-140 plays the role here and what is the actual use. Once, of once you get, the, did your husband got an I-140 approval too or not? Only you? No, he's not from USA. He's, he's from Canada. If your ultimate goal is to settle in the United States, if your I-140 is approved, you are you file the labor certification, let's say, in March of 2022, okay? Yeah. And you go there and you get the citizenship and you want to come back to the United States. And you have a new company file a perm labor and I-140, let's say in 2026, okay? You can port this March 2022 date into that 2026. Okay. You got the idea? Yeah, if I get my I-140 approved before. Yes, I want you to do one favor to me. As soon as you file the, file the I-140 in premium processing though. Okay, yes. Mm. And there is an also another thing to port the date. As soon as I-140 is approved, you can port the date though. But there are a lot of advantages if your company does not withdraw the I-140 until six months after the I-140 is approved. How many years of H-1B have you used? This is my, I'm on my extension. So to answer my question, how many years of H1B use? You did not tell me. Uh, five years. I have one more year. Okay. So if you don't have the I-140, 
property approved for more than six months have not, and, and, and it's been withdrawn before that time. When you come back, when you want to come back next time though, the leftover period in the six years, you can come into the United States. But if you have an I-140 approved and not withdrawn for six months, you can come a year, one year later on, two years later on, 10 years later on, and then still get the H-1B for three years and keep on extending that one. So I would advise you to keep get the I-140 approval and if possible, also get try to see if you could maintain the job where the I-140 is not withdrawn for a period of six months after it's been approved, okay? Okay, okay. sure, got it. Next person, please. Thank you. Sananda? Hi, uh, hi Rahul. Uh, so I do have question regarding my H4 EAD. Uh, actually, uh, my company filed, me and my husband work in the same company, and my uh, company filed H1B, H4, H4 EAD concurrently. So H1B mm -hmm. got uh, approved under premium processing, but H4 and H4 EAD didn't get uh, approval yet. My H4 EAD expired on uh, August 28th. So I heard of that 180 days extension. Uh, how can I, where can I go and how can I do that? And also just to let you know that my uh, visa under passport, the visa stamp is expired on 2019. Uh, I, I, you can still travel to Mexico and come back. I want you to watch this 10 minute video, ma'am. Okay, it's clearly described how you can go, what you can do and all those things. Next person, please. Jagan. Yeah, hi, uh, Rahul sir. Uh, this is uh, Jagan, I'm from Atlanta. So currently uh, I'm uh, with company B. Uh, I moved from company A to company B uh, a year back, but uh, currently my, um, uh, filing date is current. Uh, I have a approved I-140 with the company A. So I would like to file my uh, EAD, H, uh, like uh, uh, AOS status. So can I do that? Is, your, is your company A okay for you to file the 485? No, they are not supporting. No, you cannot file 485. Okay. So, so I mean, they have to provide a... 485J, that is the That's support. Right. They have to provide, they have to support it. If they don't support, you cannot. Okay. So, I mean, right now my filing action date is uh, current, right? So doesn't matter, that... doesn't matter. And I Lost see your the... read. Yeah, no, it clearly said very clearly that the company has to give the 485J supplement. Next person, please. Shall we? And you can watch the video again that I'm going to give it to you. Good, Shalini. Uh, so my I have downgraded uh, my EB2 to EB3 as part of November 2020 uh, timelines. And recently I have done the premium processing for my EB3 I-140 and it get updated, it get approved. And uh, mm -hmm. during that, my... What's your priority date? What's your priority date? March 2014. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, my attorney mentioned that I could interfile when I was uh, filing for EB3 um, premium processing because without that being approved, I cannot do the interfile. But now yesterday he came back to me and said that I am not eligible to do interfiling because USCIS has updated its guidelines 
and now they are only encouraging the final action date instead of filing dates. So I am because I did swapped everything in the USCIS website and I don't see that news. So um, it's not there in the news. It's strongly recommended that the final action date is correct. Okay. The reason is that your lawyer is asking, you might client the green card. How can they give the green card when the final action date is not current? Okay, so I can't even do the interfiling for EB2 now, right? You can. We do not recommend you doing. Okay. So what is the other way that I can take the benefit of EB2? Be because there you is can, no... You can, you, you can refile the entire application if you want to. Uh, it's again, again refiling 485 AOS and everything. Right. Ah, yes. Okay. That you can refile. I, I, it's not illegal what you're to do. Mm -hmm. but I do not suggest you do that. Okay, so, okay, makes sense. Okay, next person, please. Yeah. Hey, good morning, Rahul. So this is Nero, uh, I'm new. Uh, this is the first time for me. So I just sure. wrote my H-1B approval uh, after eight years, like I completed my three masters and I, I was working with my employer from like one and a half year. And while getting approval, he has given me one document that you need to sign this document. Otherwise, he won't be able to give me uh, a copy of I-97A. So uh, the document was like, uh, if I leave the company before two years, then I need to pay $15,000. Otherwise, he will put into collections. So I'm getting another offer, but I cannot... Oh, you can, you can file a freedom of information and you can get the I-797 approval. Copy though. No, I, I already signed that document. So my, my question is like, if I will change the employer, do I need to pay him anything or like if he last? I would me? recommend to con contact a lawyer uh, because I'm not a contracts lawyer, okay? Right. Uh, but I had a session, YouTube session just with the contracts lawyer because we don't do contracts, you know, that's right. So right. I will give you the link and... Uh, that lawyer information is there if you want to contact it. Give me one second, right. look into it. Okay, sure. And when I joined it that time, he didn't give me any agreement or nothing when I when I joined it. Yeah, once you move out of him, you complain him. A lot of different methods are there to complain against him, okay? Right, and see. one more question. Uh, I want to travel India for a stamping, but uh, I have a, like, uh, this is a contract position basically. So I just changed my client. And the firm, the firm lawyer has started a filing amendment process. So if I will go to India, what are the impacts? Like, do I need to... While the firm process the is going? No, uh, no, the amendment, amendment process. Uh, sorry, sorry. What is that they are processing? Amendment. I changed my client uh, after getting approval. Um, no, I would not. So you're going for stamp stamping? Right. If you're going for stamping, I don't want the amendment to be pending. Get it approved before you go. Okay. Understood. Okay. Watch this video okay. about the contracts and the and I'm, I'm not the proper lawyer for it. And that lawyer's information is given there. Okay. 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 Sure. Thank you. Thank you. Next person, please. Kiran. Kiran. Kiran? Mega. 
Hello, uh, are you able to hear me now, sir? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay, uh, sir, I'm on H4 visa currently. My current I-94, which is on my I-797, is expiring in June. And my H4 visa stamping in my passport is expiring. It has already expired in uh, 2016, November 3rd, 2016. I was mm -hmm. thinking like if I can travel to Canada alone for automatic revalidation, Based on my spouse, are you are you yeah. I seven and seven? Mm -hmm. You can you can either go to Canada or you can go to Mexico, and you can do the automatic revalidation if you're trying to come back within thirty days and you're not applying for any visa. Okay, uh, because my H four visa stamping on my passport expired long ago. So that's exactly why only you're on. allowed for going to Mexico and. And Canada. If you go to India, you need to get the stamp. Okay. Okay. And uh, do I have to file it again if I go outside country? Do I have to file again my EAD or H four extension? Like because I, no, I travel no, outside. No, ma'am. No, no, ma'am. Then you may ask a question: Why am I looking in Google? And in the Google, it says differently. If you are mm -hmm. changing the status from F one H one to H four, if you travel outside the country, your change of status will be mm -hmm. abundant. But if it's an okay. extension of the status, particularly mm -hmm. the H four status, though you are not okay. abandoning it, it will stay as it is. Thank you so much. Thank you for next. The and I give you two of those videos that you need to watch. Next yes, person. I watched that before. Thank you so much. Next, next person, please. Yeah, hi, sir. I'm traveling to. I'm planning to travel to India next week. Kiran, you muted yourself. How about you're no, traveling? Sir? You're traveling to India next week. Okay, that's all I know. Next. So my visa is valid till like July 2022. Okay. Yeah. So my H1 is about my H1 extension is like about to go, but uh, employees are saying like if I file it in premium, because I don't have a visa slot available in India, I'm just traveling in a family emergency. They are saying that if I get approved and don't get it stamped, like uh, there will be a problem while venturing back into the city. With the same company, you're coming back. Yes, I'm at the same time. <laughs> no, no, you will not have a problem. You, when you come back, you're coming back before July of 2022. Yeah, I'm coming back on May, May 18th, sir. Uh, no, sir, you will not have any problem, though. When you come back, tell them that this is a passport stamping, but I have the H1B approval until okay. 2025. Make sure you get the I-94 until 2025. And as okay. soon as you enter into the country, mm -hmm. Check the I-94. Did they give it until July 2022 or July 2025? If they give it until July 2025, that's fine. If they give it yeah. until July 2022, there are ways to correct it. You can contact yeah. us or your lawyer. There are ways to correct it. But I have, oh. I, I see no problem in you entering into the country. Okay. So even though if it is in pending approval status, it, it is really not a problem. If it's pending approval status, it still is not a problem. But if it's pending approval, Status your identity for will only be given until June 2022. Gotcha. So, and then, of course, the, your extension is pending, they will extend it, then you'll be fine. Okay, yeah, that's all I have. Thank you, sir. There are some rare circumstances, though, where they, when you're outside the country, they may approve the H1B without the identity for. Okay. Then you have to use that to come into the United States and do the same thing. But I told you, look, this is my H1B approval given until 2025. Okay. Gotcha. Sure. Okay, thank you. Next person, please. Gopal. 
Hey, Rahul. Uh, good morning. So, um, my H1 is good until August 2024. My wife and my younger son got their H4 good until August of 2022. Why? So, uh, my Why elder is... son is edging out uh, on August 2nd. Oh, I see. I see the problem. So, we, they all three got for same expiry date. Uh, my attorney is suggesting two ways, either file another H4 or travel to Mexico or Canada. Uh, they are smart. The lawyer is smart. So uh, going to Detroit is good? Like they, they, they can go alone or I have to go with them? We recommend flying. We recommend not driving. We recommend that you go, but it's not mandatory that you do all these steps. And you follow the same directions what we have given to the other people, though, uh, in the YouTube uh, 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 one second. Um, yeah, just follow the directions in this video. Yeah, I mean, we recommend that we recommend that you uh, we recommend that uh, sorry, uh, we recommend that uh, that you go and you fly. So okay. basically, uh, in, in October 2021, I traveled alone because that time their H4 were not approved. So uh, I had uh, done that uh, automatic visa revalidation for myself. And now their H4s uh, were approved for short duration. So I mean, I, it, I'm not telling it's mandatory. You can, uh -huh. they can travel alone. So make sure they get the identity for properly, though. If sometimes they don't give it, if they don't give it, there are ways to fix it, okay? And, and uh, do they need to carry my H1 original or photocopy is okay? Give them original. Trust them. They will give it back to you. Trust your wife and child. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you. Next person, please. Jariko. Hi. Um, I have a question about uh, H-1B visa. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm currently working with my OPT and then that expires next month. And my employer registered for H-1B lottery, but I didn't get picked up in this uh, first time. And then we're still hoping a uh, second round. And then I get picked up, but my, since my OPT expires next month, um, but I wanna stay in this country. And then I found this uh, day one CBT university thing, but um, a lot of people on the internet don't recommend to do that. I'm just worried about if there is any legal issues on that. We do not recommend joining any day one CPT universities. Um, I know a lot of people are doing it, but we cannot recommend it because uh, we don't consider them as legal universities. Okay, thank you. Okay, but you can join any other college though, which doesn't give the day one CPT to stay in the United States. That's perfectly okay for us. Okay. And which, which country you are from? Uh, Japan. Did you know that you didn't need it in H1B? You could have directly got the green card. Uh, no, I didn't know that. Remember that the waiting period for Indian nationals and Chinese nationals to get the green card is mm -hmm. long. For Japanese nationals, do you know how much waiting period is there for getting the green card? No, I don't know anything about green card. Zero days. Oh, really? Yeah. So if your company does not get in the H-1B lottery, mm -hmm. you may want to speak with them to apply for the green card directly. You okay. may be able to get the EAD through that thing. Had you planned it before, you could have actually got the EAD by this time. Oh, okay. So I can't do that right now. You can still do it, but I, you may not be able to get the EAD faster, oh, employment okay. authorization. But I, if, if you were planning to file the H-1B 
and mm-hmm. you don't know whether you're going to be selected in the second time or not. Mm-hmm. If the company is cooperative, I would have them file the green card application right now for you. Oh, okay. Thank you so much. For okay. This is only available for non-Indians and non-Chinese mm-hmm. nationals. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Next person, please. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, this is regarding 485. Like in 2020, I downgraded the case and still I have the pending uh, 140. But last year, December, I filed another 485. But unfortunately, even that case also got transferred to Texas. So mm-hmm. uh, we tried multiple times to uh, upgrade the case for premium processing. Every time it gets rejected. And we tried like uh, multiple SRs as well. And every time we do get uh, standard uh, like a generic response saying like, I, I'm pretty, I pretty much know the things. So do you recommend, uh, I'm planning, I'm just assuming, can we withdraw the uh, pending I-140 and the EB-3-485? Uh, it doesn't do any good right now. And my priority date is 2012 Feb. I know, I, I'm seeing what advantage you're going to get it though. Because both the, cases are, both the cases are sitting in Texas. So just because you withdraw it, that doesn't, I don't see anything in there though. Yeah. So doesn't the case get transferred back to NBC? Uh, doesn't, no, just because you withdraw it, it won't be. All the cases are getting transferred to NBC right now. You know that is right. But still I have a pending 140, right? Probably that is causing a bottleneck. That ca- no, that case will be heard though. EB2 should still get transferred back to Texas Service Center. I'm sorry, never a National Benefit Center. Oh, I was thinking like, because I have a pending 140 and EB3. No, no. When did you file this EB2 application though? Last December, 2021. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately they transferred it. Just because you withdraw the I-140, it's not automatically going to be transferred to the National Benefit Center at this point of time. Though. So, so I would not do that do? thing. I, I would sense? want you to do nothing and keep trying the premium processing. That's all I would suggest. And do you, uh, is it is it beneficial if I send some letter or cover letter specifying what my situation is in that uh, premium processing? You know that they're going to look into, they're not even looking to your premium processing. <laughs> Got it, yeah. Thank you, Rahul. Yeah. Alexia? Hi, Rahul. Thank La- you. La- this is the last caller, guys. I have another Zoom call that I need to go. Sorry about that. Go ahead, Alexia. Thank you for taking my call. So um, I'm on a combo card, the advanced payroll and the EAD. So we got in 2021 and have applied for extension. So my card got expired on Jan 2022 and, and we have applied for extension that gave us a receipt to work for six more months. You're absolutely right. So uh, what what can I do to expedite the process? So the USCIS. Yes. Sue the USCIS. Uh, Sue the US. Sue the USCIS. <laughs> oh no, that's not a joke though. We've been doing it very successfully, and the price and all those things are very reasonable. And we've been very. Uh, my lawyer has been very successful. If you want to, you can drop an email to me. I'll give you that e- that guy's email address to you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We'll do it. Yeah. So yeah. like I've been uh, listening to the conversation that uh, for in order to extend the H4EAD, if we travel to Mexico, that gives like six months. So mm-hmm. is that the same case for uh, this combo card as well? No, no. That's a different rule for combo card. 
for the H4EAD okay. that works. For the Kambukad, it doesn't work. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. The next conference call will be, uh, I gave you the, you can drop an email to him for the expediting the EAD. But if you have an option of H4 EAD though, okay? Take that option, it's free. I mean, you don't have to sue and they, you only spend $500 rather than 3000 or something like that in suing the USCIS. So you with $500, you go to Mexico, have a margarita, come back, your H4 EAD gets extended. Uh, I haven't applied for uh, H4 EAD. When is your H4 EAD expiring? It, it expired, I mean. Uh, uh, then, then that rule is not applicable now. Yeah, that, that I, yeah that, that rule is not applicable to you, okay? So I've also been hearing that the premium process for H4 EAD. It's, it's that taking... is not true. There's no That's premium processing true. for H4 That is not true. Then okay. the only option that I have is dropping an email to the contact that you gave me. Um, yes, if you want to expedite it, okay? Okay, thank you so much. Yep, I'll, I'll send an email to the contact. Okay, you have the email address. Did you take it down? Uh, yes, it's in the chat. I'll take it. Yeah, but we're going to close it right now. Oh, one second. Just hold on for one minute before she takes it. Thank you, guys. Uh, the next conference will be uh, the next conference will be uh, in uh, uh, tomorrow at uh, three thirty p.m. Okay. Yep. I have to. I have taken the screenshot. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.